podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Fire for them, fire for them. If you're looking for that 35 bag umbrella and all damn thing there, keep it locked with this Unomics podcast. 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 Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of This Unomics Podcast. We back, baby. I hope you people have enjoyed your first week back in the streets. Weather hasn't really gone to plan, but I see people going out, getting their dress on, getting their birthday on, getting their drinks on. My drink and my two-step and them vibe there, so hopefully you are enjoying. Make sure you check out last week's episode. That was a good one. And of course, YouTube apologies i tried to record during the day because i had a busy weekend and it didn't quite turn out right so apologies youtube family i want to stick to recording in the night stick to what i know because as you can tell i'm very new in this video thing and i have got a scooby about lighting so make sure you're subscribed to the pod make sure you've got notifications on automatic download all them things there make sure you're subscribed to me on youtube and yeah any topics hit me up hit me up any ads hit me up and shout out my boys who's coffee shop just opened up in south london deptford high street the soul box i went there shout out campy's kitchen fantastic pop-up so good i got three mains and three sides amazing last all last cocktail as well so if you want a coffee some food good good food because i tried a chef's food as well amazing make sure you go check them out now this week's podcast i'm going to be talking about inflation the price of a brick went up so i think it's important to give the street some understanding to what inflation is how it works and if we should care or care not about it so yeah that's this week's pod i hope you people enjoy let's go hi guys mxm and listen to the dysonomics podcast because it's late hello welcome back to another episode of dysonomics and this week we are talking inflation should we actually care now people always hear about inflation 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 what actually is inflation is effectively the cost of living inflation is the decline of purchasing power of a given currency over time so we are in the uk so inflation is essentially the decline of your ability to purchase goods and services with your pound over a period of time it is an increase in the average price level of a basket of selected goods and services in the economy over a period of time so if you're looking at trainers railway gas electric oil if we're taking all these prices and look at the average price level and compare it from month to month or quarter to quarter or year to year and there's an increase in the price level that is determined to be inflation so i hope we're all following now there are three main types of inflation demand pull cost push and built in now demand pool is probably the most interesting one demand pool is where there's an increase in the supply of money so the supply of money is just access and sorry the supply of money and as well as access to credit so that is do people have more disposable income can people borrow more so when people have more disposable income to go out and spend and when people have greater access to credit and credit at a cheaper rate than before that means the supply of money in the economy is increased now Demand pool is where the supply of money and credit, which stimulates the overall demand for goods and services. Because if the more money, 
the, the amount of money you have, the amount of access to credit you have, the dependence, how much of goods and services you demand. So for example, if after you're paying all your bills and necessities, you have £2.50, you're not likely to want to, to be looking to buy a brand new, a new shirt, some new straighteners, a trip to the cinema, a holiday, jump in on an Uber, because you don't have the means. However, if after you pay for your necessity and bills, you've got a grand and a half, and also you've got a credit card with a limit of five grand and the repayment rates are very good or very favorable, you might demand to, to purchase and engage in all the goods and services I just mentioned prior. So that is essentially what leads to prices going up. Because if people have more money, the supply of money, supply of credit, and the rise in this supply of money and credit is greater than the economy's production. So if your demand is outstripping what companies can produce, so we have more money. So for example, a good example of this is like Jordans. There's more people with money willing to purchase these trainers on sneakers than there is the supply of Jordans. So what happens is their price can go, like Nike will raise their price by 20 pounds tomorrow. People will still pay. The resale price is high. People still pay. Demand, when demand exceeds supply, the price is going to increase. Simple as. Because there's a high demand, a less flexible supply. Now, cost push is a bit different. Cost push results in increase in prices due to the production process. So when the supply of money and credit is channeled into commodities or other assets, and you tag this in, so let's when I say other assets, let's talk about textiles or oil, for example. And then you tag this with negative economic shocks to the supply of any key commodities. So let's say something man happened, now the supply of copper is done out here or the supply of steel is done out here, or the supply of oil is done out here, yeah? These goods become more expensive because there's less of it. This, because Now, because there's less oil, or there's less copper, less steel, the cost of production has now gone up because, because these, there's a scarcity of this resource as compared to before, and demand for this resource is higher than the supply of it, this is caught, like now you have to, let's say oil price has gone up. Let's say you are, I don't know, a taxi service. Like a mini cab service. If the price of petrol doubles, your cost of doing business has now doubled because let's say you're doing 200 miles per week and it costs you, I'm just throwing random fingers there, 50 quid on petrol. And now that same 200 miles is costing you 100 quid on petrol. The cost of you doing business has gone up. And this, and what's going to happen? Businesses don't just say, oh, now our costs are now increasing. Our revenue is increasing. So we're going to eat the fact that we're making less profit or eat the fact that we might be making a loss and just, no, they're not. They're going to pass on these costs to the consumer. And that is how prices increase as do wages. So you're making sure that wages are rising. So there's a somewhat, so it somewhat mirrors the cost of living and you can maintain a decent cost of living. Us Londoners can attest to how, boy, our wages haven't been rising at the rate our prices are rising. We wish that happened.
Now, how is this measured? There was a traditional measure before called the retail price index, but that is not used that much. So there's no point talking about it. Y'all don't care. Shout Stephen A. Smith, let me tell you something. We don't care. Yeah? Consumer price index, the CPI, is the main measurement. So this is where you have a basket of goods or services. As I said, transportation, oil, all that type of stuff. Trainers, hair shops, all that type of random stuff. And it is weighted. So a basket of goods and services, which are primary consumer needs, transportation, food, medical care, primary consumer needs. And then you can look and you look at these from month to month, from quarter to quarter, to year to year, and see how they move. That is the main measurement. Now, we know what inflation is. We know the different types of inflation. We know how it's measured. So what causes inflation? The increase in supply of money is really at the root of inflation. This can happen in different ways. Monetary authorities, such as a central bank, so here, the Bank of England, in the, in the Europe, I might say in the Europe, you know, in Europe, well, the EU, you've got the ECB, European Central Bank. In America, you've got the Fed, the Federal Reserve. So monetary authorities, by printing money and giving away money, we saw in America, steamy, steamy stimulus checks. We saw in the UK, well, they were just printing money during COVID. These are examples of things that will lead to inflation because you're in, there's an increase in supply of money. Another thing that can lead to inflation is the, is the legally the legal devaluing of your domestic currency. Now, because your currency is cheaper, it's more readily available. And also the most common way is by loaning new money into existence through the banking system, such as purchasing government bonds and banks from purchasing government bonds from banks on the secondary market. This is effectively loaning new money into existence. For those who remember one of my podcasts many a year ago and one of my blogs many a year ago, I essentially explained what money is and money is in fact actually debt and money is literally just created out of thin air. I'll probably revisit that very soon. So these are the main causes of inflation. So we know what causes it. We know how it's measured. We know the different types. We know what it means. Now the main thing is why should we give a damn? Why should we give a fuck? Now, what well, depends. For example, if you're holding tangible assets such as properties, such as stocks, commodities, like oil, whatever, you will probably care because an inc like inflation means that, yo, the price of like of the oil I own, my oil barrels, or the price of my home, or my building, this business building has gone up. I can actually now sell it at a higher rate, so that actually matters to you. However, for many of us who are trying to get on a property ladder. Inflation in the property markets and general inflation is not good for us because it's more expensive for us to purchase. However, assets that are, nom are nominated in currency, such as cash, so just actual money, your bank account or in your mattress, wherever you do it, or government bonds or corporate bonds, because these are actual money, which you could use to purchase other stuff, like what we mentioned, houses, trainers, medical care, food, Inflation is actually eroding that asset. Because remember, I said inflation is effectively the cost of living. So if you have £100,000 in cash, cool, on day one, on day 30, the price of everything in England has gone up by 10%. What your £100,000 could buy has gone down by 10%. So let's so before you could buy, what's 99p? Uh, I think a cheeseburger is 99p 
or might be or hamburger one of them burgers yeah it's 99 p you go buy a hundred thousand of those if inflation goes up by 10 percent, you can't buy a hundred thousand of those you see it so it is eating in eroding and that also looks at your savings so if you've got if you've got a hundred thousand pounds saved and your interest rate is one percent but inflation is ten percent your money's going down effectively by nine percent each year so this is why it's very interesting inflation can cause major cost to the economy because it impacts how businesses workers and consumers behave inflation is usually linked or has a negative correlation with unemployment the higher inflation is the lower unemployment is and vice versa they have an inverse relationship and us economics geeks we know about this via the phillips curve now if we look at the recent news that caused this podcast, April saw a 0.8% rise in inflation. So in February, no, in March, inflation was at 0.7% and in April, inflation rose to 1.5%, so a big increase. Office of National Statistics cited a jump in prices from low levels at the start of pandemic. So higher oil prices, as well as higher oil prices, also, push up, also pushes up the price of Petrol, which of course pushes the consumer price index. As shops reopen early April, so made um, April the 12th, the rise of clothing and football prices reversed an unusual fall in February because obviously inflation, I mean, pandemic, gas and electricity prices also rose sharply. People still expect inflation to rise due to consumers are going to unleash some of the excess savings because people have been indoors, they've been saving more money. Recent surveys suggest that the share of households who plan to spend some of their savings has increased in recent months as a vaccine rollout has, has boosted confidence. And the ONS got a graphic of the contribution to inflation by sector. So we see the household, household, housing and household services being the main driver, 0.3%, uh, clothing and footwear, 0.2%, transport, 0.1%, food and non-alcoholic beverages, shout out to clean clickers as well, furniture and household goods, miscellaneous goods and services, health, communication, education. Whereas alcohol, tobacco, restaurants and hotels and recreation and culture have deflationary effects. So should we care about inflation? Yes, because it impacts your pocket and it definitely impacts your savings. Um, so that's why we should care. And even stuff like, for example, the nurses got a 1% um, pay rise and my hand was like oh it's above the rate of inflation the rate of inflation at that point was 0.9 percent if i remember correctly or something along those lines now the rate of inflation is 1.5 percent so effectively nurses have lost money this year so that's just a little nugget for you but yeah thank you for listening to this podcast i hope you've picked up some good information and as usual any questions hit me up this is pod on insta this is main page on insta subscribe to Dysonomics on YouTube or tweet me, use the hashtag, all them good things. Until next week, people, peace and blessings. Bow. Sports Social Podcast Network.